Vic got the child to turn around and he said, look who's standing behind you. And he said, it's Ikaku. And the kid saw me and, and his eyes lit up uh, and he came and got a photo, he came and got a photograph with me. Um, but instead of just standing there, I let him hold the swords himself. Hi, I'm Bashar and you're listening to Cosmo Podcast. This is episode two and joining us today is Steve Tyler, also known as Dark Carvinus Cosplay. He's an English cosplayer, costumer, and prop maker. Cosplay One is a place for cosplayers, cosplay photographers, and costume makers to show their work. You can sign up for your own account for free today. We make it easy to organize your work into series, characters, and events. So please check us out at cosplayone.com. Steve, thank you so much for joining us today. Hi there, Bashar. How are you? Good, thanks. How are you? I'm good, thanks. I'm good, thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah. Pleasure, man. Uh, so let's start by talking a little about yourself. Why didn't you tell us about you growing up, what, where you came from and developing your passion for the cosplay? Um, yeah, sure. Um, I grew up in a place called Dudley, uh, for people not from the area. It's uh, a small town in the city of Birmingham. Um, I grew up with my smaller brother and sister. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm the oldest by 10 years. Um, I've got a sister who is 20 and a brother who's 18. Um, and yeah, it's just like a, a normal childhood. Went out playing with my friends, um, you know, coming back home when the lights came on and things like that. Um, and with, with regards to developing my uh, cosplay, um, I'll be honest, I had no idea what cosplay was. Um, I didn't know it existed. Um, All I knew is that I loved anime as a child. I just remember running home every night after school to catch Dragon Ball Z on a cartoon network before it went off. Um, and I guess my love for cosplay developed from there, from watching other shows and then leading me to Comic-Con eventually. Mm-hmm. So how long have you been doing uh, cosplay and do you remember how many events you and characters you cosplayed as so far? Oh, um, I've been doing cosplay now. I think this will be my fourth year. Mm. Um, as for my, how many characters though, uh, I think think if i if i include the different variations i think i've done 15 different characters mm-hmm. um yeah j- just a few um some of them being being uh, just one-off joke ones for example the uh the guy from the uh, television ad in the high heels mm-hmm. um so some not so serious um and i think i've been to about 25 uh comic cons so far um wow. i tried working it out the other day um if i include all the mcm events and then the smaller comic cons in the local areas uh yeah about 25 events hmm. uh and i've cosplayed for all of them apart from one mm. wow very busy then <laughs> yeah yeah very busy i'm very tiring <laughs> uh, so what was the first cosplay you did and was it bad then or still good for the first one Oh no! It, it was it was terrible. It was terrible. Um, I actually saw a picture of it the other day on Facebook. It came up on my memories, and uh, I, I genuinely cringed when I saw it. Um, I cosplayed Renji. Uh, Renji is a character from Bleach. Um, I've done him now. I have him on my profile on your website, um, but a better version. But <laughs> the original um, Renji has long red hair, and he has it tied up in a ponytail. So I borrowed a wig off a friend. Now, he also has a white bandana 
around his headline, you know, kind of like the Karate Kid. Mm -hmm. Um, However, my first cosplay, I I didn't know much about materials or improvisation really for, you know, what to use instead of buying an actual bandana. So um, I decided to use a towel. So I cut a length of fabric off this towel and tied it around my head. Um, However, the towel was fluffy, so it looked like I was wearing a Santa Claus hat. (laughs) Um, So instead of having a red red ponytail and wig, um, I was actually known as Santa Hat Renji. Um, And my costume was, I think it was like two sizes too small. Um, And I did the worst thing ever, which was wear uh, socks with sandals. So, uh, yeah, it was pretty bad. It was terrible. I still had a lot of fun. Um, however, it, it was nowhere near as, um, not to say good as in my cosplays are amazing. Now I have a lot, like, a long way to go, but nowhere near as, uh, accurate as I like to think they are now. I'd say your cosplays right now are pretty, uh, good. Uh, this is the good thing about this starting as a cosplayer. The community is so friendly. You can start with anything and most people are supportive and it's about having fun. Uh, oh, certainly, certainly. Um, sorry to interrupt, but um, you've just brought brought up a, an amazing memory from that Comic Con. So my costume was terrible. Um, however, there were I bumped into people from who were dressed um, as the same as characters from the same show. Uh, had never met them before, um, and me looking at them, I was in awe. Um, I remember meeting a guy called Jimbo uh, Dorigan cosplay. Um, and he was dressed as Ichigo, uh, Ichigo being the main character. And I, I, I thought it was amazing. He looked perfect. His, his prop looked amazing. Um, and comparing myself to him, I felt like I looked bad. But him, he, he gave me so much praise. He welcomed me straight away, introduced me to other Bleach cosplayers, and they invited me to a photo shoot. And, you know, like we got talking, and rather than put put me down, Mm-hmm. Instead, they said, oh, brilliant effort. However, ha- um, just so you're aware, if you go to s- this website, you can buy this type of costume. I don't know if you know that. And th- they just shared ideas with me. And, you know, they all all just welcomed me with open arms. And it was so loving. It was the first time I've seen such a community just accept a complete stranger, no matter what the skill level or anything, can just build them up. It was so nice. That's beautiful because you don't feel there is competition between people to be better. They want everyone to be better and just join in the fun. That's what I love about it. Thanks for sharing this story. No, thank you. Thank you. So, uh, Steve, you work on your own costumes and props yourself. Uh, How did you learn this craft? You brushed on it a little bit right now, but give us more details. Um, So, I... I'm self-taught, um, and to be honest, I'm forever learning. Um, I have a lot of friends who I met during my early times cosplaying before I made things who have shared ideas with me and given me information. But um, in honest, Bashar, all my costumes that I make and my props, um, I wing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, so in, in essence, what I do is I, I look at a sword. For example, if we reference... My, my big costume, my bonkai, the, the huge costume. Um, you, you have to, firstly, you have to understand that things from a cartoon or another form of media aren't real. So 
to look to make them in the real world you have to take th- certain things into account like weight and size mm-hmm. so you have to break them down and work you know get a skeleton pattern put it together so i just look at things and think oh what will be the lightest material but what will be the sturdiest um and literally i do just wing it for sure there's no skill behind it i'm just very lucky um like the bonkai, I've made it four times now, and each time I've used different materials, different foams. Uh, watched YouTube tutorials on how to finish the foams and glue them together, and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just, I'm just forever learning and just, you know, talking to other cosplayers and asking them how they do things as well. Um, and as I, I said to you previously, I love challenges, so. Uh, yeah, I, I just attack it head on and just see what happens. I don't actually um, have any plans when I do them, um, which is quite impressive, I like to think, at times, considering they don't always fall apart when I make them. <laughs> yeah, I remember the first time I saw you in Bankai, right? It was, I think, last year or year, last year, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah, Birmingham, I think. Yeah, can I, I, I just want to throw this quick question. The, with this large costume, I asked you then, and you said, I don't know how, and I'm going to ask you again if you don't mind. How how do you go to the bathroom with this costume? <laughs> yeah, I, I remember you asking me that last time. Um, it's actually very easy. Um, as big as the costume is, uh, it's, it's all attached to a rucksack. Mm-hmm. So um, all I have to do is just take a rucksack off. Um, now with the weight of it though, I, I just sit down on the floor and then tie up my arms out and stand back up and I'm free. Okay. <laughs> so it's not that difficult actually. It's not that difficult. However, if I didn't take the costume off, then that would be a completely different story. Um, I don't think I'd be able to fit into the bathroom, let alone do anything else. <laughs> All right. So a tip is make it easy to take out. That's a good tip to take away. Make- Make it removable. Yes, mm-hmm. make it removable, definitely. All right. Thanks for that. Uh, so do you have a home workshop that you work in? I've seen one of your photos that you're painting outside in the streets, something like that. Um, I, I think the picture you're referring to, I was in uh, my friend's back garden, I think. But um, no, I, I live in a, a, a flat, so um, I don't have like a garage or anything here. We do it so... Most of my props are just made in my living room, so I just put like a, a big dust sheet down, move all the furniture to one side, and um, you know just go to work in my living room. Um, however, I was very lucky. Um, my friend who I work with uh, to make the bonkai gave me access to his house, um, and he had a massive garden and a massive shed. So um, I'm quite lucky that I have friends who will let me use their space to make things in should I need to. Um, but no, as a general rule, I'll just do everything at home on my living room floor. Oh, wow. Must get really messy. It, it is uh, much to uh, my partner's displeasure, I must say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I feel I know the answer to this, but here goes, I'm going to ask. What's your favorite cosplay so far? Um, yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, it, it has to be my bunker. It mm. has to be uh, the big costume. Um, re- reason being, uh, the show, the, the, the anime Bleach in general, um, it's my second favorite show of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, with, with Dragon Ball being my first now, 
when I saw, I, I was in love with that character from the start, the character who has the weapon. And then when I saw the weapon for the first time, I just thought, wow, that is amazing because I just thought it, it would be physically impossible in real life to have something like that. But that is just amazing. I need to make that. So that was my goal when I very first started cosplaying that one day I would be able to make the bonkai to make the costume. And I thought that would take me five, six, seven years to do. Um, but to actually make it one, I love making it because as a cosplayer, I obviously love having my photo taken and it does attract a lot of attention. Um, so for that reason, I enjoy the costume. But for me, the fact that I set myself a goal and managed to achieve my dream with it and actually wear it uh, and build it. And on top of that, um, I managed to meet the voice actor of the character um, at Birmingham Comic Con. Uh, his name is Vic Mignana. Um, and I met him dressed as Ikaki was wearing the costume uh, and he came over and I managed to get him to wear it and oh, he yeah. wore the costume for, he wore the costume um, and even now as I've said that I've got goosebumps as I'm talking to you just thinking about that it was such for me such an overwhelming moment um, to meet not only like the, the voice actor of my favourite character um, he voice acts um, other characters I love as well but to get him to wear the costume and on top of that for him to allow me to take a photograph of him wearing it as well um, and then to have him commend it, it it was a dream come true so because of that I don't think any of the costume I could make even if I could make things 10 times bigger and better could ever mean more or be more important to me than and that particular costume. Oh, that's amazing. Congratulations. I remember the photo now. Yes. That must have been amazing. No, it, it definitely was. Uh, it was genuinely a heartwarming moment. He was such a genuine guy about it as well. Um, and he saw me the next day. Um, sorry, quickly. He saw me the next day and there was uh, somebody at his table, um, a young child. I reckon they're about 10 or 11 years old. And they were getting uh, a a picture of Ikaku, um, the person I was dressed as, signed by Vic. Um, and as I appeared, uh, Vic got the child to turn around and he said, look who's standing behind you. And he said, it's Ikaku. And the kid saw me and, and his eyes lit up uh, and he came and got a he came and got a photograph with me. Um, but instead of just standing there, I let him hold the swords himself and... Um, you know, like, so it was for me, that was really nice that Vic, you know, who's obviously a famous actor, mm -hmm. remembered, remembered me and not only remembered me, involved me in something that I had nothing to do with, you know, just to not only get me some attention, but to make that child's day as well. You know, um, really amazing guy. Amazing experience. It's beautiful. It tells he's genuine. He's, he wasn't faking it. Yeah, no, it really was. It was beautiful to see. Beautiful. Great. So now we know your favorite. Any cosplays you regret making? Oh, yes. Yes, there is. Um, I did a, a cosplay uh, um, this year, actually, my first cosplay of the year. Um, a character from a show called Naruto. Mm -hmm. um, a character called a character called Sai. Mm -hmm. um, and while I like the character... Um, in the show um, and in the games, etc. Um, when I cosplayed him, I just 
I didn't feel like I was the character. Uh, obviously, obviously, you know, when we, when any cosplayer cosplays as somebody, they're still themselves, but they, well, they or I at least attempt to adopt the persona of the character just to kind of fit the profile a bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I couldn't, I couldn't bring myself to to be like Sai or feel like. I was pulling him off. Um, as I was walking around, I just felt like I wasn't even in costume, really. Um, and I even went to an I even went to a Naruto photo shoot there. And while everyone was amazing and I had a great time, uh, and I just didn't feel any excitement wearing the costume. Um, so yeah, that one that one I regret making. I still enjoy physically making it, as in. Uh, um, sewing the costume because I've learned some new skills there. Like I've learned now how to make a jacket. So like how to sew a jacket from scratch. So because of that, I can then adopt that skill into maybe a different cosplay. But as for wearing it, um, I didn't really enjoy it at all. Mm, you lost the connection with the character. Exactly. Exactly. And while I still love him in the show, um, you know, just, no, I just didn't enjoy it um, as a cosplay per se. Um, but you know, I still had fun at Comic Con, but just not as a cosplayer. Mm-hmm. All right. So last time at MCM, you cosplayed as a guy from a TV ad, which is very weird if you ask me. And <laughs> then you had this famous butt bumping picture with your girlfriend as Harley Quinn. <laughs> Tell us a little about that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, the character for a start, um, he's from a, a TV advert we have in uh, the UK. Uh, an advert for Money Supermarket. Um, the character's name is Dave. <laughs> and um, firstly, the costume was a joke. The costume was a joke for a friend. So um, I have a friend who's been to Comic-Con, um, but he's never had the confidence to cosplay. Mm-hmm. Um, and he finally had the... Com- in, sorry, quickly, in the t- television advert, there's the character I was dressed as, so the man in the high heels and the very short shorts, um, and, and there's also a builder, so a typical looking builder with a high vis and a, a hat on. So my friend um, had built up the confidence to cosplay that character. However, he, he didn't think anyone would know who he was. So he asked if to support him if I would dress up as Dave. So foolishly, I agreed to do it. Um, it was a lot of fun. However, um, I am a little bit concerned that I didn't struggle to walk in the hills. Um, I did find it a little <laughs> bit too. I did find it a little bit too easy. <laughs> um, but no, um, it was a lot of fun. Um, however, the, the hills I bought were uh, a little bit too small. They were uh, two sizes small, so that was a bit painful. Um, but I did it just to, to support my friend, and because of that, now um, he is going to be cosplaying again. But on his own, if you know, without me having to, to be his plus one, so to speak. So I'm glad that's helped him. Um, now, as for the photograph, um, as you say, that's with uh, my girlfriend, um, Cheshire Cosplay. Um, we've, seen a, we've seen a lot of people doing, you know, sticky out bum poses all day. Um, and on top of that, my character, Dave, um, is known uh, in the UK for having, and these aren't my words, but an amazing bum. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know to show that off for the picture we decided to both just stick our butts out um, and yeah just but uh, I didn't expect it to get as much attention as it did 
um, on Facebook and Instagram, I must say. Um, it did certainly get a lot of attention. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was surprised as well. It was fun. Yeah, I must say, um, for anyone who listens, uh, when Bashar did see me in that costume for the first time, he was very, uh, very confused and not quite <laughs> sure what to make of the situation at first. Especially when you asked me to like feel it, uh, we are explaining what's yeah, going on. Like, yeah, uh, yes. So we we need to explain this now. Um, so the character Dave, um, he has a big butt. You know, he's got a big bum, um, and he's admitted he's had plastic surgery. Now, I myself, I have no butt. I I am as flat as an ironing board. I have no bum. So because I'm wearing hot pants which weren't hot pants, by the way. I bought a pair of ladies' jeans from a charity shop um, and just rolled them, cut them short and rolled them up. But because I was wearing them, um, I got some foam that you would usually find inside uh, pillows and cushions, mm-hmm. uh, and I just stuffed my butt with foam <laughs> just to make it look like I had like a Jennifer Lopez kind of butt going on. <laughs> uh, so when when I asked him to feel it, I was referring to the padding um, that I put down my uh, pants. But obviously Bashar wasn't aware of that at the time uh, and was slightly concerned. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. Though. It was it was very funny. It was very funny. <laughs> Great. So Steve, do you have a cosplayer you look up to? One that inspires you or perhaps helped you on your path? Oh, that's a good question. Um, yes, definitely. There are a lot of cosplayers um, who I look up to. Um, firstly, every cosplayer I meet, regardless of skill level or age, you know, I think I think they're all amazing. Just just for the effort of trying. Um, but there's one cosplayer in particular. Um, if I refer back to. Uh, your question about my first cosplay, and I said I went to the bleach the bleach photo shoot. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a cosplayer there, um, and she was dressed with a character um, with an equally big weapon to the one that you've seen me wearing. Um, and her name's Hannah, and it's a uh, small fry creations. Now I met her, and the costume was phenomenal. It, it literally looked like she had walked out of the TV screen. Um, and I'm not, I'm not just saying this for effect. I was genuinely staring with my mouth open. It was, it was phenomenal. Um, and I was very shy about talking to her because I saw someone with such talent. Um, and then looking at myself with, in my opinion, such a rubbish costume. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I wanted to talk to her. I wanted to know how she'd made it, you know, how heavy it was, how she was coping. Um, and I went over and spoke to her and as shy and nervous as I was, instantly she was so loving she she firstly complimented me on how amazing i looked even though i didn't but that was loving to begin with and mm-hmm. she just she spent about half hour just talking to me and telling me how she made it and then she said oh add, add me on facebook if you ever have any questions you know i'm all, always happy to help wow um so i added her and over the years she's helped me on many a projects um and her work her work just keeps getting better better and better and better um my, my favorite, she's done a, do you know The Lion King? Yeah, of course. Uh, she's done the musical, so not the not the, the animated version, like the stage performance. She's recreated some of the costumes from there, and Wait, they are... I saw two girls 
wearing the uh, I think one of them is the monkey, one is the lion, or two Ref- lions. Yes, that that is them. So I'm referring to the to the lion at the moment. Um, however, the girl as well, the other girl, um, Han- uh, sorry, Amanda. Uh, she's also the other cosplayer that I look up to a lot because she also had an equally impressive huge weapon. Uh, and between them, they have helped me, they've helped my partner, uh, and I imagine anybody else who has asked them for help. Um, and they don't charge you for any advice, you know, and they're happy to talk to you. Um, and, you know, and they, they give you so much of their time, and the work is just so phenomenal. Um, the effort they put in, I mean, you've just said you saw them yourself, so... I mean, what did you think of the quality of them? I mean, not personally, I thought they were brilliant, but you, what did you think? Uh, they are the same you were talking about. They are lovely. I loved it. And uh, I remember just telling them, so you're cosplaying a cosplay of a character, technically, because <laughs> it's a cosplay. Yeah, no, it is, yeah. It's a cosplay of a cosplay, yeah. <laughs> it's like, almost like a fourth wall break. Mm-hmm. <laughs> No, but no, they are they are the same people, and yeah, that this. And uh, did you speak to them when when you met them? I spoke a little. I wasn't uh, still new to this, so I wasn't very comfortable talking a lot. But I remember taking. I still have some of their photos. Yeah, I mean, and, and you know, I imagine I spoke back to you, you know, and took the mm-hmm. time. So you know, those people I really admire, definitely, definitely. They're, they're probably the two I look up to the most. Great, I'll look them up again because I I don't have their uh, accounts. I'll look them up after the show. Um, it's uh, Small Fry Creations and mm-hmm. Iron Manda. All right. Uh, Iron, Manda co- Iron Manda Cosplay. Um, amazing, amazing guys. Right. Thanks. Thanks for sharing the, uh, these names. So now we know Bankai is your biggest and you've achieved maybe the biggest moment. What can, what can we expect from you this year then? Uh Unfortunately, um, well, not un- unfortunately for my partner, um, something even bigger. Um, there's another character who has the character I do with the red hair, the, the Renji character. I'm going to be creating his bankai, mm-hmm. um, which in essence is a, I don't know, 100 foot long bone snake. Ooh. Um, so yeah, I'm going to be recreating that, um, not quite to scale for obvious reasons, but that's going to be, um, even bigger and definitely more impractical than the current costume that I have. Um, but if I pull that off, um, I think that will be for me, my, my best achievement with regards to a physical build, if that makes sense. Whereas the my current big costume will still always be my favorite. I think if I manage to make this, um, again, I say manage because I don't have all the best tools. You know, I do kind of wing things as I say, so it's going to be a lot of trial and error, uh, but that will hopefully be coming in October for October, London. All right. Um, and on top of that as well, I'm looking to make a full body armor costume, mm-hmm. um, which is going to be quite a challenge because I've never made any armor yet. Um, so I'm looking to do a character called Rem from an anime and manga called Death Note. Um, Rem, in essence, is a skeleton um, and a, a god of death, um, but quite an elaborate skeleton, um, quite a lot of makeup and prosthetic work as well. So, yeah, they're, they're my two big ones to look out for, um, and hopefully both of them by the end of the year. Well, fingers crossed. 
Yeah, uh, fingers crossed. Uh, I, Definitely, I need all the luck. <laughs> hopefully, I'll get it. Uh, I, I'm not big anime guy, but Death Note is being made into a TV show right now, and I've heard mixed opinions. Right? Mm, yes, yeah, I've heard mixed reviews. Um, for me, I think it could be good. You know, I'm a firm believer of you know, don't knock it until you've tried it. So. We can't really say anything until we've seen it. Um, unfortunately, though, um, anime uh, things moving from anime or manga to live screen adaptation does have a history of not working or being done badly. Um, so we'll see. I mean, there has been a Death Note 2, in fact, I believe, Death Note live action films already. Mm-hmm. Um And in my opinion, this isn't a very popular one, but in my opinion, they were very good. Um, so we'll see what happens. I mean, Netflix have done other amazing, um, anim- uh, other amazing shows as it is. So who's to say that this one won't be just as good? Well, hopefully. I'll look after it. Fingers crossed again. <laughs> yeah. So, Steve, I know you do commission work. Uh, is that something you can... You think you can expand in the future and rely on as a maybe primary job or will it always remain as a hobby and side income for you? Um, hopefully, I think I think um, initially it was always just meant to be a side project or a little hobby mm-hmm. um, because to be honest, I never expected to be very good at it um, or I say good, good enough to charge people for it. Um, however, as I've gone... As I've progressed over the years, I've gone from having, you know, one person say, can you just make this to getting quite frequent orders now. So at the moment, it is just a side income um, stroke hobby. But yeah, I would like to progress um, to get this to at least a part time role mm-hmm. um, where I can get like the equivalent of a part time wage. Um, but ultimately, within, say, five years, it would be it would be nice to have a, a workshop an online business doing this as a full time job, you know, people working for me as well. That would be the end goal. Right. I think it's achievable. I'll look up to it. Well, I just, just got to take the uh, leap of faith really. Um, but yeah, we'll see what happens at the moment. I'm just focusing on, um, you know, refining techniques, um, learning how to work on a production line, so to speak, opposed to just doing one and then another learn how to do multiple costumes at one time. So, for example, uh, at the moment, I'm working on a commission for four turtle shells, ninja turtle shells. Um, now, rather than do one, cut it out, glue it, prime it, paint it, then do the second one, cut it out, glue it, prime it, repeat. Mm-hmm. I'm cutting them all at first, so all four are cut out, and then gluing all four, And then priming all four, so it's like a conveyor belt, so they all get done at the same time. All right. Um, and I find it's a lot quicker, so I just need to uh, get a bit better at doing that, get um, a larger customer base, and then hopefully, yeah, take it uh, more seriously and take it off the ground properly. Okay. Uh, have you considered doing workshops like YouTube tutorials or things like that? Um, I have done, actually, yeah. Um, I did a live feed on my uh, cosplay page mm-hmm. um, just to test it out at first, just to see if I'd get any interest. Um, while I was making a keyblade, um, one of the, the swords I've made. Now, the reason behind it was I wanted to 
I'm a firm believer of paying things forward. So I've had a lot of people impart knowledge on me. Um, and at Comic-Con, I get a lot of people asking me how I make things. So I figure just sit there making something and let just have a, a question and answer session with me. You know, if someone wants to ask me about something I'm not working on now, something completely different, they can do have like an open floor where they can come to me as I'm making things and or um, I can physically show them how to, to do it as I'm making it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I am looking to do, say, fortnightly live feeds. Um, but on top of this, I'm also looking to do tutorials. So for things like repetitive items that are in high demand, you know, we'll work out a tutorial and a pattern um, and then do YouTube videos, you know, so people can make them themselves. But but the the thing I find that is lacking from a lot of tutorials online at the moment is the video starts with making the costume. It doesn't you need to take a step back and explain what fabrics you need to use or what material, mm-hmm. the reasons behind using those materials, um, where to get them from or alternatives. Because I think for me in particular, that gives you a greater understanding of what you're about to be told in the tutorial. So I'm looking to do it from basically writing your shopping list to wearing it and every step in between. Um, and they're looking, I need to buy some new equipment first. So I'm thinking towards uh, the end of summer, I'll start having tutorials up as well um, for people. So yeah, um, they'll be coming soon as well, hopefully. That would be great. Uh, ping me once you have it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. I'll share it with you. All right. You've already shared some moments, but do you have a really embarrassing moments in your cosplays that you'd like to share? <laughs> or maybe you don't like, but you're forced to since you're yeah, on the podcast yeah. now. I was going to say that's a trick question. <laughs> um, no, I I, uh, I have a a couple of embarrassing moments um, that I will share. Not that I'd like to. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you've seen, but um, I've dressed up as a, a female character previously, um, a character called Lucy from an anime called Fairy Tale. Um, now Lucy wears. A very, a very short, uh, very short skirt. Okay. Um, and a very, very high heeled boots. Uh, and she's very busty. And I am obviously not. So I dressed up as this anime character. However, I decided not to shave my legs. So I've got very hairy legs in these knee high boots and a, a short denim skirt, barely covering my butt. Um, because I don't have big boobs, I blew some balloons up and put some balloons down my top. Okay. Um, I had a wig on. I had some beautiful makeup that uh, I had actually done myself. Um, and anyway, see, yeah, I'm at the photo shoot. Everyone has a laugh. We all, we all have fun. We go to the bar later, having a few drinks. I'm still dressed in this costume. Mm-hmm. And somebody slaps my ass <laughs> and asks it. Asks if they can buy me a drink. Now, this... this Was that yeah, a gay it, thing or is that just a prank or what exactly? No, no. So it was a guy genuinely thinking I was a girl. Um, so in his defense, it was a little bit dark in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, And I did have my back to him. But um, yeah, he slapped my back. 
uh, asked if he could buy me a drink. And I turned around and in the deepest voice possible uh, said, no, thanks, mate. Um, and he went white, realized what he'd done, turned away and walked off. <laughs> and I just sat. Sorry, even if you are a girl, why would he slap? That seems very inappropriate. No, that, that's no, that's no, oh, definitely, yeah, definitely inappropriate. Um, if we if we want to talk about the seriousness of it, yeah. Um, and it, it did actually make me realise um, how you know women must feel, or anyone that happens to. But it, I imagine it happens more commonly to ladies. Um, but how they must feel when it does happen. Um, you know, it wasn't nice at all. The fact that he thought that was appropriate. Um, I mean, I wasn't offended myself in that way. Um, because in my, in my experience at that moment, it backfired on him and he, he was worse off because he realized he just slapped a guy's butt. So, you know, karma won, I guess. But <laughs> why did you go for the beer? <laughs> Make it sound more awkward. <laughs> <laughs> no no um, to be fair I had my girlfriend with me as well oh. so uh, that may have got me in trouble <laughs> alright yeah yeah definitely no, not worth it <laughs> so, yeah that's pretty embarrassing <laughs> uh, and, and I have to mention and you again went into a woman's costume with a huge butt again oh no no that was a guy with a huge is that a guy or a girl from the TV ad I, I'm not sure right now I'm confused uh, a guy, it's a guy a okay. guy okay So this question, I think you kind of answered already. What kind of nerd are you? You're obviously an anime fan. Uh, you mentioned you like Naruto. Anything else you like? What are your hobbies? Um, so what kind of nerd am I? Um, I don't know. Uh, um, I don't know what kind of category I'd fit into. Um, I've got I've got quite an eclectic taste. So as as for my animes. Uh, as I've said, Dragon Ball. Um, I like things like dark, but have a good story. Um, but as, as for my interests, though, this is where I kind of stop being a cliche nerd. Um, I've trained in martial arts since I was four years old. Oh. So um, I I'm a massive martial arts fan. Um, I don't actively train right now, though. Uh, I haven't trained for the last two years. Um, but from the age of four. Um, when I was four, my stepdad got me into boxing, um, and I boxed for 15 years. Mm. Then from that, 24, 25, um, I studied various martial arts, um, including a uh, Sancho Kung Fu, uh, Muay Thai, kickboxing, Chinese boxing, uh, Kung Fu weaponry, and uh, Roman wrestling. Mm. Um, and did a few cage fights. Um, so yeah, I, I, I'm really into my martial arts. Um, I did four cage fights. Uh, I won four. I lost my fifth one. Mm. Um, I had my knee dislocated. Oh, uh, um, not very pleasant, as I'm sure you can imagine. Yeah, but yeah, I, I lost with uh, at least. Um, so yeah, that was that was a. Uh, That was one of my hobbies. Um, also into music, massive music. Uh, I play guitar, uh, so I'm massively into my heavy metal and my rock music. So I love going to concerts. Um, love playing the guitar, um, and I'm a massive video gamer as well. Okay. So I love my uh, survival games. So I'm a I'm a PlayStation gamer. 
which mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people may not be happy with because uh, a lot of uh, a lot of Xbox fans out there don't like uh, PlayStation gamers. But um, I'm yeah, good. I'm a, a massive game. What are you, are you a PlayStation gamer? Yeah, yeah, Horizon now. <laughs> ah, good man, good man. Um, I'm a Seven Days to Die fan at the moment. Um, but yeah, love my survival games. Um, yeah, that's about it really. So uh, fighting music uh, and gaming that's my main interests um so i'm not kind of not really sure what kind of nerd that would make me well that that sort of answers the question <laughs> I, I guess it makes me one not to pick a fight with yeah definitely <laughs> in that regard yes so i wouldn't slap your ass not that i would otherwise <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> that, that wasn't smart from me no it's all coming out now it's all coming out <laughs> Okay, we're reaching the end of the show, and I always ask to ask that question: Have you seen any movie, TV show, or played a game recently that you really like? You would recommend people to try it? Oh, that's a good question. That's, that's a good question. So, as for, as for TV, uh, Iron Fist. Okay, definitely, definitely Iron Fist. Uh, um, However, if you're going to watch Iron Fist and you do take my advice on this, um, you will need to watch Daredevil first as the stories are linked. Uh-huh. Um, however, I have, um, it's abs- in my opinion, um, you know, I'm not going to speak for everybody, but it's amazingly written um, and it's all about martial arts, um, but not, not over the top flying through the air. You know, exaggerated martial arts, very realistic martial arts, uh, very well choreographed. Um, so yeah, I'd recommend checking that out. Um, but no, for games, I'm getting everybody on this game at the moment. Uh, I'm badgering everybody at work, all my friends. Um, seven days to die. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's in my opinion, the best game I have played in the last few years. Um, it, it's a survival game, an open world survival game. Um, and you have to survive against zombies. Um, so basically th- imagine Minecraft, mm-hmm. uh, with the build and creation elements mixed with Fallout for the graphics and, and the terrain styles. Um, and yeah, it's just a, a, a never ending survival game. And the concept is to just last as long as you can. Um, and every seven days, a big group of zombies turn up, hence the name of the game, Seven Days to Die. Uh, to try and beat you and the idea is to build the best defense you can with your friends um, and survive um, yeah get on it check it out it's only 11 pound um, it's worth it definitely oh, seven days to die all right well, i'll check it after i finish horizon of course <laughs> i'm stuck at this game Good right luck. now no that's fair enough that's yeah. fair enough yeah okay well steve uh, we've reached the end of the show it's been great having you would you like to add anything before we wrap up um, yeah, uh, and I have to say this because I promised somebody I would. Um, I'm a massive Rick and Morty fan, so I'd just like to say to everybody, stay swifty. Oh. Stay swifty. I haven't seen um, it yet, so I don't know this <laughs> this phrase, but okay. <laughs> stay swifty. But no, um, for, for genuine end of, end of show words, no, it's been a, a pleasure talking to you, man. I thank you very much for having me on the show. Uh, it's been a pleasure talking to you. All right, thanks. Pleasure having you. Thank you. So, uh, where can people follow you and get in touch with you? I hope you're going to say you aren't cosplay one because the first guest wasn't a cosplay one and she still isn't. I'm going <gasps> to chase after her in May. 
I'm going to find oh. her in May. And she has less than seven days to die. <laughs> no, well, she needs to get on Cosplay 1. And no, I am definitely on Cosplay 1. Um, I have my uh, series profiles on there um, with all my characters. Uh, so, yeah, you can check me out on Cosplay 1 slash Dark Call Venus. Um, I am on Instagram as Dark Call Venus. Um, Facebook as Dark Call Venus Cosplay. And I have recently joined Twitter. Uh, although I have no idea how to use it yet, so please teach me if you can. Um, I'm also on there as Dark Call Venus as well. Great. Well, thank you so much for joining us today and hope we will have you in the future with more updates from your cosplays. Uh, thank you very much. All right. Take care. All right. Bye. Bye.